What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Rockcast, brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps. Jordan here, gonna roll solo on this one, talking about some new First Light pieces and running through the First Light Foundry line of pants. I just wrote an article for Rockslide on the First Light Foundry line of pants, so I thought I'd record an episode to kind of run in conjunction with that article that will be coming out here pretty soon. And along with that, since I wrote that, uh, First Light has released their Omen rain gear and their Origin hoodie, so I thought I would uh, talk about those as well. Um, I got to wear both of those last year and do a little pre-production run of them. Um, I wore the Omen rain gear in Alaska on my sheep hunt in the Brooks Range, and gosh, was in rain for like nine of the 11 days of that, and it performed awesome. And then the Origin hoodie is a, a mid-layer fleece you can think of as like an upgrade or an update to the Kalamath hoodie that has been a staple piece for me for a long time. Um, and I really like the upgrades they made on that. And then as far as the foundry pants go, they took some of their tried and true pants, made them more robust, uh, added some new features and threw them out as a new line of pants. So, uh, very good upgrades. I like them a lot. So we'll just dive right into it. Um, I guess we'll start off with the Omen rain gear. So again, I wore this in the Brooks range of Alaska last year on my dull sheep hunt. Um, was in it for a long time. We just had continuous rain, hellacious winds. We had some snow. Uh, it was just bad weather, and I was very happy to have the Omen. So diving right in to that Omen, this is, uh, again, a set of rain gear that you want with you. It's like the heavy-duty rain gear that if you're in inclement weather a lot or just a lot of wet climate, this is the stuff that you're going to want to have with you because you're probably going to have it on all the time and you're going to need some good durability with it. So they really did, this is like an all-new rain jacket. Um, this isn't just an upgrade to what they had before or an update, I guess I should say, to what they had before. This is a new, uh, whole new setup. So they came up with a proprietary four and a half layer laminate, um, like fabric package that they squeezed all together. And that is going to keep the moisture out. And then they, in the inside of the garment, they put their 37.5 technology, which is like active molecules that help pull moisture away from your body and then it transfers it through those layers and kicks it outside so you can keep your body dry. And then uh, you can you can still have uh, good heat retention in that as well. So it'll transfer that moisture away from your body, but it'll keep that heat trapped in. So obviously that's a good thing. Um, okay, big thing as well. So typically on this heavy-duty rain gear, you have to be able to, or you want to be able to vent it somehow. So typically uh, companies put the vents in, the, in your armpits, so, you know, that's a place that you can dump a lot of heat. So typically that's where they are. Uh, what First Light did with the Omen is they moved those vents to the chest and they, they run um, kind of slanted along your chest. I would say going from like kind of pointed towards the bottom of your neck down to your armpits. And this does a couple of things. So as far as the venting goes, you can open those up and it'll vent. And then along with those vents, they have tricep vents on the back of your triceps. So you undo those vents and the idea is it will create like a draft 
through your chest out through your triceps and it'll it'll really area out well um, another thing that this does really well is it lets you have access to your binocular harness when it is underneath your rain gear so a lot of times when you're wearing your rain gear day in day out all the time you will just have your binocular harness on over the top of your rain gear um, but if you are just throwing it on real quick for a, a thunderstorm headed your direction and after the thunderstorm's over you're going to take it off it is a pain in the ass to take your binocular harness off and your uh i wear a chest holster for my pistol especially in bear country and i really like that that setup on my chest well then you got to take that off to put your rain jacket on put the pistol over it put the binocular harness over the top of it and you know Sitting wherever we are now in my uh, comfy office chair, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but when you're on the mountain on the fifth, sixth day of a hunt, it uh, becomes a pain in the ass. So it is a really nice feature um, that I really liked, especially when we were in Wyoming. We were in bear country, so I had my pistol with me. Um, we were on horses. There was a thunderstorm that was catching us. We had to jump off real quick throw I just could throw the rain jacket on over the top of my binocular harness and with those side those uh, chest zips I could still get to my pistol which was kind of a nice peace of mind and we got our rain jackets on way quicker instead of having to take everything off and put them on to have access to the pistol so that is something that um, I personally really like from the new rain gear so uh yeah, I wouldn't say that I've used like the drafting a ton when we were in Alaska. I didn't want that thing to draft. It was cold and windy and miserable. Um, and then I've just used it here in the lower 48 to block out some thunderstorms and keep some snow out. So I haven't had to vent it a ton, but uh, what I have, it seemed to work well. So that's what we got there. Um, another thing you'll notice, the hood is different. They have a brim that flips up and down. So if the hood or if the brim is flipped down, you know, it makes like a, you know, a tiny little brim on your hood and it just, you know, helps obviously block the sun a little bit, uh, creates a nice little like cocoon type thing over the top of your binoculars if you're glassing and it sheds the water off the side of the brim so it's not dripping down um, on your face or running over the top of your brim and down onto your hands your your um your binoculars but if that is flipped up which i usually honestly just keep it flipped up it folds down pretty flat against your forehead but it still does have a little gap to where water runs into it but it sheds it out the side. So again, you don't have to worry about water building up in there. And then next time you flip your brim down, a bunch of water goes everywhere. When you take your jacket off, there's water leaking everywhere. Um, that thing it is designed to when it's, it's flipped up, it sheds off the sides. So that has been a nice little feature as well. Um, uh, another thing they did magnetic closures on the pockets of the jacket and, uh, the pants as well. So your big main pockets, you know, where you're, you're putting beanies or you're, you know, putting whatever, uh, they, those are, they call it a cowling, like a, like a cowl flap, basically a cowling flap. So it's basically covers, um, covers the pocket. So you can't like literally 
rain cannot drip into the pocket. And then the way they close those is just with a simple magnet, which I was a little skeptical of at first, but I really like it after using it, especially a lot of times when we have rain gear on, it's because it's like cold and it's wet. So we have gloves on too. And to me, it was always a pain in the ass. I usually had to take my gloves off to find a zipper to unzip it to get into a pocket. Um, with this setup, you literally just feel for where those uh, magnets are and where that pocket is, and you can get into them with gloves on. And then when you pull your gloves out, there's no trying to refine the zipper and zip it closed. The magnets just automatically flip over and will snap for you to, um, to keep whatever is in that pocket secure. So you have two of those on the jacket, and then on the pants, you have two of those in your thigh region. And then your main like hip pockets of a pant, those are zippered. So if you want to keep something up there, those are zippered. Then next they put a, like a, I would call it a mini gaiter on the inside of the pants around the cuff area where a gaiter would typically go, as you can imagine. Um, so you throw your pant on, um, it's probably five, six inches tall or so, and it has an elastic bottom so it fits tightly around your boots. And it is just what it sounds like. It's an integrated gaiter that you can use when you put your pants on that just helps moisture from getting up from underneath um, your your rain gear up and onto your normal pant if you aren't wearing a gaiter already or even if you are. So just some extra protection, some little extra thought there, which is really nice. Um, Fit-wise, I think that if you've used the Seek before, this Omen has a little bit uh, more fitted feel or a little bit more of an athletic feel. Uh, I wouldn't say so much through the chest, but throughout like the body of it, it doesn't flare out so much. It's not as much of a boxy feel as the, as the Seek jacket was. Um, it's a little bit more fitted. I personally really like it. Um, I think it just fits better. And, you know, I still didn't have any issues, uh, putting it on over the top of like my Uncompongre puffy jacket with a full layering system on underneath of it when we were in Alaska. So, Big fan, uh, didn't have any durability issues with it, and we were in rocks and climbing around those things all the time. Uh, we were in brush a bit as well and didn't have any issues, and we're just in the rain all the time and didn't have any issues. So I've been super, uh, super pumped on the, the Omen rain gear. All right, everybody, going to take a quick break to go through and thank our sponsors that help bring this podcast to your speakers. First up, we have Onyx Hunt Maps. Uh, Onyx is such a great tool to use in the field and at home. I would invite you to subscribe to their Onyx blog. That brings you a lot of good content on how to use their app and new updates that come in. A new update recently is the tree species and habitat layer. And then on board for a long time, they've had the current and forecasted weather. So that is great as well. Don't forget to save your maps before you head into the field this summer scouting. So that is Onyx Hunt Maps. Use code ROCKCAST at checkout for 20% off. Next up, we have Black Rifle Coffee Company. Uh, best damn coffee on the mountain for sure. They have the instant coffee, but if you like a little lighter roast like I do, they also make the steeping bags, uh, which is a, a little milder flavor, not quite as bold as the instant coffee. Use code ROCKSLIDE. You will get 20% off over at blackrifle.com. And then activejunkie.com. Go to activejunkie.com forward slash rockslide. Take you to a landing page. You sign up. 
you purchase through one of the retailers or brands that they have. They've got about 1,500 of them on there. And you will get cash back. That will be cash right to your PayPal account or a cash check sent to you, which is uh, awesome. You don't have to use it. Uh, It's straight up cash back. You don't have to use it with any of their brands or retailers. They have awesome top brands and retailers. Sierra Trading Post, uh, Shields. They also have Apple, Lowe's, Sunglass Hut. They have travel ones like Booking.com, Hotels.com, and Expedia. And then they also have Garmin. So they have a ton more on there as well. Uh, You can go check out at ActiveJunkie.com forward slash Rockslide. And then FirstSlide.com. Uh, great hunting clothing, the kings of Merino, I like to call them. They have some new lifestyle apparel out, which uh, we all love to to rep the brands that we love wearing. And I want to remind everybody that they also make duffel bags, three different sizes. They are waterproof. Uh, they have the lid falls out into a landing pad for your feet. So if you're getting dressed at the vehicle, getting ready to head out on a hunt, um, you got a like a mat to put your feet, which is the small details. I love traveling with these things. Um, go check them out over at firstlight.com. So now moving on to the origin hoodie. Um, so the origin hoodie, this is basically like an update or an upgrade from the Klamath hoodie, which is a fleece, a mid-layer fleece, very much a staple to all systems. Um, it's been a staple of mine for a long time. Super comfortable to wear uh, by itself or to layer on um, fleece, just in general, especially this grid fleece type stuff that um, that we're using. is uh, It's really comfortable. It's really warm for its weight. It's pretty thin for its warmth as well. So it's just a nice piece to pack, and it's super comfortable. So um, the Origin hoodie... It is a a very similar fit to the Klamath hoodie, like really similar. I don't really think that much has changed at all um, besides maybe some of the features make it, can make it feel like it fits a little bit different, I guess. But um, looking at myself side by side in a mirror and just looking at it, uh, it's this, the fit is really similar. The sleeve length is still the same. That's a big plus on the Klamath is if you have long arms uh, the sleeves are plenty long, which can be an issue with um, some other ones on the on the market today. So um, super comfortable. It's a perfect option for a mid-layer. And then I think the changes that they made to this Origin versus the Klamath makes it a better candidate for using it as an outer wear clothing. So um, the fabric, it is a two-layer. So the outside is, is like more of a like a slick face fabric is very quiet still, um, but is a super tight weave. And with the DWR they put on it, it repels water really well. And then that really tight weave um, adds some durability. So therefore making it a little bit better outerwear um, piece, in my opinion, for like sitting in the tree stand or spot and stocking earlier season. Um, I find myself in that uh, in my fleece a lot. And so it's really nice to have one that has a little bit of added durability and can function well as an outer piece. And then the inside is a, a fleece that has their 37.5 technology in it, which basically is a moisture management type of technology, pulls moisture off your body and sends it out through the garment, either into the next garment to go out into the elements and be like dissipated or um, just on the outside of that piece and get dissipated. So 
Um, really good thing for managing moisture. It is also treated with something called IQ, which is their odor deterrent. So helps with the funk after a few days. And, uh, and a big thing <clears throat> with this thing too is the built-in face mask. So the face mask is sewn in to not only the camo colors, but for all the colors that they offer. Um, it is a really comfortable face mask. I used it quite a lot last year. I guess it was earlier this year, hunting coyotes. Um, I don't use a face mask a lot otherwise, but I did use it quite a bit for coyotes. Um, the face mask, it just sits behind your head when you're not using it. Honestly, I couldn't even tell that it's back there. Um, it is super stretchy, but it keeps its, um, like keeps its shape, but it's still super stretchy. Uh, stretchy enough that when you have a ball cap on, you can pull it over the top of the brim of the hat, which is nice. Um, you can use it with the hood off. You can use it with the hood on. Um, you could use it more like as a, like a ball clava type deal, which I have done before. I liked, um, what else about the face mask? Yeah, it's just a face mask. It's, it works well. Um, a lot of guys were saying like they didn't want to have a face mask at all because it was going to be like bulky around their neck when they're not using it. But, um, honestly, I think the way they have it sewn in there, it fits pretty much flat to the back of your hood and, uh, you can't even feel it when you have it on and not using it. Um, so that's a, a big plus there. And then, uh, they put like a hoodie pocket or they call it a kangaroo pocket in front of you. So, um, it's basically one big pocket in front of your stomach that you can put your hands into It is a full pass through pocket, but they have zippers on each side. So you can hold things in, which just adds to how awesome it is for, um, using it as an outer garment. Um, Oh, one more thing with the face mask, just because it's kind of tied into the hood. Um, the hood is really articulated and fits like pretty tight to your head. Um, it fits good with a ball cap over the top of it. Um, but then it also has like, it's cut back a little bit more around your eyes. So it gives you some better peripheral vision. Um, so the hood is nice. I really like wearing hoods, so I appreciate that a lot. And... What else? Uh, oh, integrated thumb loops. Um, it does have integrated thumb loops that are pretty substantial, but if you don't like wearing them, which I typically don't, um, they kind of mesh back into the, the overall like cuff of the garment. So it's not just a hole sitting, um, in the middle of your wrist. So I really enjoyed that about it. And gosh, other than that, I can't really think of anything else. Uh, it's a, it's a staple and I used it a ton last year and was really happy with it. So, oh, um, wind blocking wise for the hoodie, uh, or warmth. Some folks were asking me about warmth difference, uh, because of that face fabric being uh, woven so tight, I feel like the origin blocks wind better than the Klamath did. And therefore that's why I think it's or warmer garment. So I do think the origin has the edge on the Klamath for both wind blocking and just overall warmth. So that is what I have to say about that, I guess. Um, okay. Onto the foundry pants. So first light has been, uh, known for their pants, especially their corget pant for a long time. Their corget guide pant It is a nylon stretch pant is super durable. 
uh, super stretchy and comfortable. It is a really good all-around pant. You can use it in the early season, um, you know, on through the the like mid rifle seasons, and then just layering under it. You can take it into the late season. Super versatile pant. Um, their obsidian pant is one that they're known for as well. It is a full-on merino wool pant, so you get all the good properties with merino wool with that pant. Um, and then they have their catalyst pant, which is like a late season, light fleece lined, um, made for those later temperatures, just a, a warmer pant. Um, and so what they did with those is they, they looked at them and were like, all right, well, we can make some upgrades and we can try to make some new pants or we can just take the base of these pants that everyone likes and we can add some features to it. We can add some robustness to them and just give people kind of two versions of the same pant. So that's what they did and they came up with the foundry line. So they have the obsidian foundry, the corgate foundry, and the catalyst foundry. And I really love the uh, the updates that they did to these things. So one thing that they did with the original Obsidian Corgate Guide and Catalyst, they were sized small, medium, and large. And folks either loved it or they didn't love it so much. Um, but uh, so what they did with the foundries is they made them, I don't know what you'd call this, like a numerical waist size, I think. So 30, 32, 34, just like you'd buy jeans in. And then they also have the tall sizes um, or tall options as well. So, um, I am five, like 10, uh, 165, 170 pounds. Typically I wear a 32 or a 33 in like men's jeans, like, uh, Ariats or whatever. And I wear a 32 in foundry pant. And typically I get like a 34 or 36 length on like jeans and, um, in the foundry pants, I go ahead and bump up to the talls and have been really happy with it thus far. So, um, rolling through, starting with the obsidian foundry pants, uh, they made some updates that people have been looking for, uh, for the obsidians for a while. And one of those things is just some of the high stress areas, uh, getting to protect those. So, um, just merino wool in general is just, it has a lot of awesome properties. Uh, one of its downfalls is durability. Like it is just, and it's just not like, it's just not as durable as some of these nylon fabrics that um, they're using in, in other garments. So uh, what they did is they just reinforced some of those high stress areas of the obsidians with some nylon stretch material. So in the obsidian foundries, you'll find the whole seat is uh, a nylon material. So high stress area, they're just going to try to eliminate the um, durability issues altogether and just completely replace it with um, a more robust nylon. And then you'll find that in the knees down to the cuffs as well in the front of the of the pant. Um, you'll hear in a second on these other two pants, the corrugate and the catalyst, they added hip vents um, and they added knee pads. But uh, they did not do that on the obsidians because, again, of the nature of wool. Trying to put zippers into the wool was proving to be difficult. So um, they didn't get that. But the obsidian foundry um, is certainly a more robust pant over the obsidian. And uh, for anyone looking at getting a merino wool pant, that is the one that I would recommend. 
Um, some folks like it for all seasons. They layer under it. They like it for early season because it, it breathes well. It's a uh, merino wool is just cool, and when it's hot, um, merino wool can you know adjust and it can be warm when it's cold. So they just throw some layers on under it, and it is a good pant for that. Personally, I love the Obsidian Foundry pant for early season archery when I want to be really quiet and it's probably warm. They breathe well um, and they're super comfy. So uh, personally. That is where I try to steer people towards when they're asking me for a, an early season mule deer pant. So that covers the obsidian foundry. Gosh, I think I covered everything there. Um, on to the corrugate foundry. So the corrugate guide pant, again, it's a nylon, super stretchy, very durable. It's been a staple piece for First Light for a long time. People really love it. Um, and so... How do you make a pant like that better? Well, you put some extra uh, extra fabric on the seat, again, to make it more durable. You put extra fabric on the knees to make it more durable. Um, you add uh, hip vents. So they added big hip vents uh, down the sides of your hips, obviously, to vent. They are not... Um, I want to say netting lined. That's not correct. They are not mesh lined. So if you have those completely undone, you can, you know, things can get into them. Um, but with their zipper, you can put them down halfway. And if you flip the zipper down, it kind of locks the whole zipper from moving, which is awesome. Um, and then, yeah, it's just a really durable zipper compared to other pants on the market that have uh, hip vents. Um, is a very substantial zipper, runs down a long ways. You can get like maximum ventilation out of it. And, uh, it's, they've been great, honestly. So, um, the hip vents were big. And then the next thing that was big, that was also asked for forever was, uh, is knee pads. So they actually designed their own knee pad that is a, a low profile, very like articulating knee pad that are, they are removable. Um, and the, the pocket that they have in like your knee pad for the placement, um, it is just like, I don't want to call it an over the center with fabric, but it basically is claspless. So there aren't any, uh, Velcro spots that are going to rub your leg like raw if you don't have knee pads in them. Um, I really think that they nailed the knee pads on these. Like they really are low profile. Um, I was a little worried about them at first when I got a pair. I was like, ooh, I don't know. Like usually knee pads are really hot and they're kind of bulky and a pain in the butt. Um, but these ones truly are the the nicest knee pads that I have worn. And uh, if you don't like them, you can just simp like easily take them out and you don't even know that there's a pocket there for them. So... Um, yeah, those are the Corgate guys. Gosh, or the Corgate foundries. I think that pretty much covers covers those. Um, the pockets they did move like your thigh pockets a little bit more around to the front um, because of the zipper placement on the side. Otherwise, it would have run right through the pocket. So they moved those to the front, which I really like. If you're sitting down, like sitting down glassing, the pockets are actually more uh, accessible than they were before. Um, gosh, I think that kind of covers it for the corget. Uh, I would say if you're looking for one pair of pants for the early season through the late season, like 
that's it for sure. Or if you're just looking for a rifle season pant, you know, that late September um, through October, early November, kind of when the general seasons are going on, like the Corgate Foundry is very nice. Um, and then if you're looking for a pant through the, the later season when it starts really dipping cold and you're uh, in snow a lot, need, uh, you know, you're in a lot of high winds and it's just cold and miserable. Um, that's where the catalyst pant comes in. So, um, they essentially did the same thing with the catalyst foundry that they did with the Corgate foundry, but went one step further with the hip vents. Um, so with the catalyst, the hip vents are still there. However, they run all the way down to the bottom of the cuff. So you can completely open the bottom of the cuff when you put your boots on or when you take your boots off. Um, so that's really nice. And then they reinforce the seat, just like the, uh, the corgates. They reinforce the knees, but this time they took it all the way down to the bottom. So they knew that folks wearing these things were going to be in snow a lot. So they basically wanted to give you a waterproof fabric from the knee down that is going to imitate a gaiter. So you wouldn't even have to wear a gaiter if you didn't want to, because some folks don't like it including me, I would rather not wear them. Um, but they do have their place, I should say. So, um, that was a good thing. The knee pads are the same in the catalyst. Um, let's see what else, uh, the pockets. Um, yeah, on the Corgate foundry, um, the pockets are open and in the catalyst foundry, the pockets are zippered. So just one more thing. They thought of, if you're going to be in the elements, you might want to be able to zip your pockets closed. Um, <clears throat> man, that's pretty much it. The The lining stayed the same. Uh, they are a really awesome pair of pants if you're going to hunt a lot in the late season. Um, I hunt in Nebraska a lot in December when it's really cold. Or some of these like third, fourth season hunts in Colorado, it can be really cold and snowy. Um, and they have been... They've been awesome. All these updates that they did or this new line of pants that first I did, I really, I really think it raised the bar and, um, yeah, I've been really happy with them. So anyways, go check them out. Firstlight.com. Uh, we, uh, my written article should be coming out here before too much longer. And, uh, if you have any questions, let me know.